What lessons did Adam Beckman and Kalen Addison pull from their time with the Minnesota Wild this season? What do they like to do off the ice? We ask both players that and more questions, plus we recap the Wild's 7-2 win over the Dallas Stars today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we are joined by Iowa Wild forward Adam Beckman and Iowa Wild defenseman Kalen Addison for a chat about their time with the Wild earlier this season, as well as some of their likes off the ice and what they think of their playing styles when they are on the ice. So uh, a great chat with both players here today. We will also recap the Wilds' 7-2 win over the Dallas Stars uh, as well. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering all of the teams here in the state of Minnesota. And happy to have you along for a Friday edition of the show. Minnesota Wild winners last night by a score of 7-2 to to improve to 11-5 on the season. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode here today, but didn't want to waste any time getting to our main attractions for today's show. We've got Adam Beckman and Kalen Addison and chats with both players. A great conversation with both Adam and Kalen. So we'll get to those here for you to kick things off and get your Friday started off right. And our first guest on today's episode of Locked on Wild is Iowa Wild forward Adam Beckman, who joins to talk about his stint with the Minnesota Wild this year, as well as how things are going in Iowa and uh, some other questions as well. Adam, first off, thank you for joining. How are things going? Um, They're going good. Thanks for having me. Let's just start with, for listeners who maybe aren't familiar with you, uh, I know a lot of the Iowa Wild audience probably is, but... Just tell us a little bit about your hockey journey and how you got to be part of the Iowa Wild. Yeah, um, I grew up playing hockey in a place called Saskatoon, Saskatchewan in Canada. Um, I played junior hockey in Spokane, the Spokane Chiefs, and then I was drafted by the uh, Minnesota Wild, and now I'm uh, playing in their uh, minor league organization, I guess, the Iowa Wild. Had a chance to uh, to hop up and play with the Wild here um, after going through training camp with the team. Um, what were some of the uh, the more notable things that uh, that you took away from your time with the Wild, both in training camp uh, and during the season two? Yeah, you know, there's a ton of things I think you, you learn. Um, obviously, being around that caliber of players, just the the level of play they play at every single day, and you know the practice habits and and the way they approach the game is. You know, it's, it's so professional and, and so consistent. So there's so many things you can take away from it. But um, it was a, a ton of fun and awesome experience. Obviously, you're hoping to get to that level here um, in the uh, in the near future. What sort of a confidence boost did that give you to uh, to be able to hop up there and uh, and play with those guys and hold your own? Yeah, obviously, you know, I think that's something that 
know, playing in the NHL, something you dream about for a long time and, and you really think about. So to do that, it was, it was kind of cool to experience it, but, um, you know, it just makes you want to get there even, even more. So, um, just learning from that and, you know, trying to be comfortable with, you know, the guys on the ice and, and stuff like that is something that it's good to experience being there. So I think for me, just, you know, the experience is something that I definitely take away from it. Back down at Iowa, uh, how have things been going with Iowa so far this year for you? Yeah, it's it's been a ton of fun. I think our group's like really good, and you know we've been winning quite a few games the last few little bits. So hopefully we can continue that. But you know the coaching staff and you know the, the players and everybody's been awesome. That's a ton of fun going to the rink. So it's it's been awesome. Uh, your style on the ice? Are you an agitator? Do you like to kind of try to get under player other players' skin, or are you uh, are you just looking to uh, to bury the puck in the net every time you go out there? I don't know. I think I'm a little bit yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. I'm definitely not an agitator, not a fighter. If you guys um, might probably probably saw that or, or know that, but um, a little bit of an agitator, I like to kind of you know stir the pot a little bit. Uh, thank you for uh, for mentioning. Obviously, that um, had a chance to get into a little bit of a scrum when you were up with Minnesota. Um, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, what was some of the reaction from uh, from teammates with uh, with that fight? Yeah, I think, you know, for, for some of the guys that, that knew me, they were just kind of laughing about it because obviously my nose was uh, pretty big for a couple of days. So they're obviously making fun of that. But I think they were just a little bit surprised too because you know, it's something that, you know, I probably you wouldn't have success, suspected me to do. But at the same time, it's something that I think it's important. And um, it's important to try to, you know, be gritty. You have to you have to play hard and you have to do stuff like that. So if that happens, you got to sometimes, you know, maybe have to answer the bell. With your playing style, any players in the NHL that you've modeled your game after um, as you've grown through the various levels? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think when I, I was young, I don't know if I necessarily model my game around them, but if I was to compare myself to a player in the NHL when I was young, I'd always say like Jake Gansel or, or something like that, kind of that um, winger that you know likes to, um, likes to score and likes to make plays, and it's kind of how I've – Compared myself to, I guess. Sure. Um, pre-game routine. Uh, any any superstitions you run through, or anything that you need to do to kind of get yourself into game mode uh, every day? Um, I don't know. Nothing like too crazy. I think you know, there's some guys that might have uh, some crazy stuff that they probably. I don't know if they would share it with you or not. But, <laughs> um, I think my routine is just kind of routine, like to do the same type of things every day, but nothing. Too crazy or out of the ordinary, I don't think. Sure. Um, in the off season, time to kind of re- recharge the batteries, get away from the rink. Where uh, where are we going to find you? Are you uh, somebody that likes to be kind of out in the uh, the elements, out in nature, or what? What are you doing to uh, to help recharge those batteries in the off season? Yeah, there's tons of different things. I think I definitely like to be outside. I'm not much of a homebody or anything like that. I don't like to play video games or anything like that. So. I'm, you know, playing tennis or uh, obviously, you know, working out and skating takes up quite a bit of time. But if you're not doing that, try to go to the lake and, you know, have some fun there. Um, maybe do a little bit of wake surf and stuff like that. Um, in in terms of music, you know, obviously huge in the uh, the NHL realm. Um, who are some of your go-to artists? Oh, probably for me right now is like Morgan Wallen or Luke Holmes. I'm a okay. big country guy. Um, you know, it's other than, you know, when you have games or anything like that, you don't listen to, I don't listen to much rap or, 
or music like that unless I'm at the rink. So that, that type of stuff, you know, especially in my day-to-day. Um, just, you know, looking at the uh, the rest of the team as well, um, we'll just go with the Iowa roster. And uh, any any teammates that are like, you know, the, the pranksters um, that, that are trying to kind of, you know, keep everybody loose in the in the locker room on any any given day? Yeah, there's a there's a pretty good group of guys. I think that you know it's pretty loose for the most part. Uh, guy I live with, Joe Hicketts, is kind of a an oddball. He's kind of walking around the room, joking with guys twenty four seven. So he'd be one of the guys I think that I'd bring up because he's pretty well always trying to you know agitate to say the least or get under guys' skin or bug them. But um, you know I I deal with that day to day, so I like to think that uh, maybe I run his show a little bit. Perfect. Well, uh, Adam, thank you so much for uh, for joining us here today and uh, best of luck throughout the course of the rest of the season. Look forward to seeing how things go for you and uh, we'll have to do this again uh, a little bit later on in the year. Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. The holiday season is right around the corner and with it, every type of dessert you can possibly imagine. Pies, cakes, cookies, candy, And all of that comes with calories. What if I were to tell you that there is a way to get all of those delicious tastes without all the calories? Enter Built Bar. Built Bar is an amazing way to get those favorite dessert tastes for half of the calories. One slice of pie, for example, has upwards of 300 calories on the low end. Built Bars contain only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, high-protein, covered in 100% real chocolate. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Our next guest on today's episode of Locked on Wild is Iowa Wild defenseman Kalen Addison. We will chat about his stop with the Minnesota Wild earlier this season, as well as his overall game and likes off the rink as well. Uh, Kalen, thanks for joining me. How are things going? Thanks for having me. Doing pretty good. You? Uh, doing great. Uh, we're we're hard, We're getting to the end of 2021, which is just crazy. I don't know where the time went, but uh, hockey season is upon us, and uh, obviously you have been pulling uh, double duty here with the Minnesota Wild and the Iowa Wild. So uh, before we get to that, just for the listeners that maybe aren't sure uh, or aware, just give us a little bit of your hockey story, your journey to the Iowa Wilds. What were some of the levels that you were at before this? Obviously, the uh, the trade to Minnesota as well. Uh, just catch us up on uh, how you got to be a member of the Iowa Wilds. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been a lot of you know different stops, different cities, and um, you know growing up in Brandon and then moving to Thompson up north, and then um, you know starting ho- playing hockey there, and then moving back to Brandon again when I was seven, and um, you know I played all my minor hockey in in Thompson and Brandon and that growing up, and um, then I was drafted to to Lethbridge Hurricanes and WHL, so um, I played there for my junior years, and um, you know here I am now. I mean. Um, after getting drafted to Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, playing a few games in Wilkes-Barre when I was 18. Um, and then, you know, a little while after World Juniors at, you know, 19, 20 years old, you don't really expect to get a call that, you know, you've been traded in the NHL. And, and um, 
I mean, that was that was something that, you know, definitely caught me by surprise and uh, was a huge shock to me. But, I mean, I love it here. And, um, you know, the, the Wild have, have done a lot for me so far. You've had a couple of opportunities to uh, to get up with the big club. Um, what were some of the, uh, the things that were most eye-opening to you about uh, playing at the NHL level? Um. I think in a way it's in a way it's it's very different from the American League. Um, obviously, you know the the level of of skill and, and play with some of those guys up there um, is is just insane. I mean, defending you know guys like McKinn and stuff like that. That's that's obviously a whole different level. But I mean, in a in a different way, I think the NHL is almost slower at times because of the you know the it's more puck possession and. Um, you know, holding on to the puck, um, you know, a lot of transition, stuff like that. And um, so in a way, I think it's, in a way, it's almost easier. And, and uh, with the puck, I mean, you know, everyone's so smart. Everyone wants puck possession. Everyone wants to make plays. And, and I mean, obviously, defensively, it's extremely hard. And, um, but I think those are the two biggest uh, things I notice. Uh, how much of a um, a confidence boost does that give you, knowing that you've you've had a couple of stints You've been able to compete at that level with those players, and so obviously your goal is to get to the NHL level as soon as possible. But how much of a lift does that give you, knowing that when that time does come, you are ready to step in with those guys? Yeah, um, I think it just makes you hungry. I think that's the best way to explain it. Um, you know, I've heard stories of guys before that you know once they go up and you know once you get a taste you just you know nothing can beat that and um you know you just want it that much more and i mean that couldn't be more true really um you know as soon as you get a few games you know you you get in there you start making an impact and and you know getting your rhythm um i think you know you just want to stay that much more and um you know i mean i i love playing in iowa um i love the city i love our our coaches our team and um, I love it here, but definitely makes you hungry once you've been up there and had a taste. Yeah, I was. That's a perfect segue into just talking a little bit about the Iowa Wilds. Uh, now that you're uh, you're back down with Iowa, how has the season been going so far? It's been really good. Uh, we have obviously an extremely deep team this year. Um, I think our team could do some serious damage come playoff time. Um, all four lines, all our D goaltending, um, just great. We have. An unbelievable group of guys last year and this year. Great group of guys. Great coaching. Um, really can't say enough good things about everyone and um, the city. I love it here. Uh, now, your style specifically, um, when you're out on the ice, um, are, are you more of kind of a try to get under the opposing player's skin defenseman? Or, or what sort of style do you like to have when you're out on the ice? Um say kind of a mixture of a lot of different things I mean there's times where I'm all offense there's times where I'm you know all defense and there's times where there's a mixture and then you know there's times where I do like to get under guys skin and um, play with a little bit of bite and um, you know I think in today's game where you know there's a lot of smaller players um, I think the biggest thing is if you're small you got to play like you're big and I mean size and you know height and weight that's you know it's not really a factor anymore um it's about to compete and, and the heart you have inside so um to answer your question i guess i'm just a competitive guy and um you know i like to i like to compete all over the ice no matter how that how that plays out 
For sure. Uh, you had a chance to be profiled in the Becoming Wild series, uh, just looking at kind of your you know, your journey to, uh, to where you're at now and some of your off-season training. What was that experience like? Yeah, um, very fun experience. Um, quite funny, actually. I had a good couple days with, with Chris and Brandon, um, in Brandon, and I mean, those are two great guys, great at their job, and uh, they made it easy for me. And um, just a cool, a cool episode, though. I mean, for you know my family and I, um, you know that's it's pretty cool to you know have a show like that about you, and you know just to kind of watch it and see how far you've come and those sorts of things. Um, yeah, like I said, just it was it was lots of fun and a good good couple days. Outstanding. Um piggybacking off of that um that time you get in the off season to just recharge the batteries a little bit obviously you're uh, you're heading back home i'm sure but um what are some of the things you like to do just to kind of uh, unwind and uh, and get some energy back uh, during the off season uh if i'm not working out or skating i'm usually just hanging out with a friend or um in the summer i'm a big uh tennis and pickleball guy um I started getting into pickleball this summer and that is that is one awesome sport um very different from tennis but those are my two favorites for sure to you know kill some free time for sure um when you're getting ready for a game any routine you go through in particular any sort of music you pop in the headphones just to kind of get yourself into that uh game game mode uh no nothing nothing crazy i mean kind of do the same stretching and warming up i guess you could say and um I'm not too not too superstitious. Um, any music that uh, that you are really um, into at this point in the year? I mean, we're getting close to winter. Um, anything in particular that uh, that's popping up in the headphones? No, nothing, nothing crazy. I'm kind of kind of all over the map. Um, huge country music fan, though. That's definitely my number one. And um, but I like I like all different kinds. Whatever hits you at that uh, particular time, I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Kalen, thank you so much for uh, giving us a little time here today to uh, to talk about how the season's going and uh, your journey to the NHL as well. Best of luck uh, the rest of the season. We'll definitely have to do this uh, a little bit further on in the year. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. BetOnline.ag is back, and they are better than ever. They offer a new, updated interface for the start of the basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head over to their new, updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Big thanks first and foremost to Adam Beckman and Kalen Addison for joining the show today. Some great insight from both of them. And uh, we wish them well on their uh, seasons here as they unfold. Hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to them again before all is said and done. Let's talk a little bit about the Wilds win over the Dallas Stars, shall we? 
Wild welcoming Dallas to the Excel Energy Center last night. A homecoming for Ryan Suter, uh, his uh, first time being a uh, Dallas star and uh, playing on the road against the Wild. And so uh, obviously a lot of motivation for uh, Suter to try to beat his former team uh, signed with the Dallas Stars because he thought that uh, that gave him a better chance to compete for a Stanley Cup after he was bought out by the Minnesota Wild. Wild got the uh, last laugh, though, in this game. It was a total laugher. 7-2, Wilds get the win. And a lot of good to break down in this one after uh, the loss to the San Jose Sharks on Tuesday night. Uh, the Wild bounced back in a major way, got off to an early lead. And uh, a couple of the key things that I was impressed with uh, in the game was uh, the Stars came into this matchup with the third best power play percentage in the league at uh, over 28% on the power play. Uh, the Wild held them to one of six on power play opportunities, so the penalty kill, arguably their best showing of the season uh, in this game, uh, and that is a common theme as well. Uh, best showing for the po uh, penalty kill in uh, Thursday night's game. Also best showing of the season for Cam Talbot, who stopped 36 of 38 shots uh, and um, had a one uh, had a goals expected average of uh, 3.6 and so um, only gave up the two goals so able to um, able to save more than what uh, what the stats anticipated that he would and so um, his best performance like I said of the season was great and was aggressive with trying to uh, to help clear the puck out in front of him um, in this one. The the big thing to take away uh, from tonight's game is, uh, obviously, we've talked at length about Kirill Kaprizov's performance uh, over the, uh, the last couple of weeks and wanting to see a little more from him, trying to get him going by uh, moving the line combinations around a little bit. And uh, Dean Evason going back to the well here in this one tonight as uh, he reunites Victor Rask and Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello uh, for a uh, couple of stretches. And for whatever reason, that combo is uh, very good together. And it showed again tonight as uh, Kaprizov had a goal and three assists. Zuccarello had a goal. Victor Rask had a goal as well. And so, you know, we've made all this discussion about trying to find that center to pair with Kirill Kaprizov. Maybe it was Victor Rask all along. Maybe for whatever reason, there may not be any rhyme or reason to it. But uh, for whatever reason, that combo seems to work well together. And so maybe we just leave it as is and, uh, and see if that can kind of get things going in the right direction. Now... There were certainly other good performances uh, in the uh, the game here tonight. Obviously, a uh, homecoming game for uh, Alex Goligoski, who uh, is was formerly a member of the uh, the Dallas Stars. But you look up and down the uh, the score sheet for the uh, the Wild. They had twelve players record points here. In this one, Freddie Goudreau with a goal. Ryan Hartman with his eighth goal of the season. Rem Pitlick had another goal. Um, Victor Rask had a goal and an assist. Matt Zagarella with a goal and two assists. And Goligoski with a goal and two assists as well. 
Uh, those line combinations reunited seemed to really uh, do the trick because we also saw the reuniting of the uh, Erickson Eck, Greenway, and Felino line. Now that line a little more quiet, but you, you saw some, uh, some good things from um, the Sturm, Pitlick, and Duhame line. Obviously Pitlick getting a goal. So uh, we saw some good things from that fourth line. We also saw some good things from the uh, Goudreau, Fiala, and Hartman line. So I, I liked the fact that uh, Dean Evison was willing to um, kind of mix and match things, and especially mixing and matching that Kaprizov, Rask, and Zuccarello combo after a penalty kill to, uh, to give those guys fresh legs and take advantage of opportunities. And uh, in fact, interesting stat here, that uh, three different times when uh, those three were put on the ice after a penalty kill, they ended up scoring. So Kaprizov with uh, arguably his best game of the season, back to um, doing some of those things that we've seen from him in the past, skating around the perimeter of the zone, uh, the crazy passes. He had one off of a Stars player's skate off of the post to set up uh, Matt Zuccarello for his goal. Uh, just, just filthy passes by uh, Kaprizov. Uh, and so a great win for the Wilds against Dallas and uh, getting them back on track before a very tricky road trip against the Florida Panthers, who are undefeated at home, and the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. Although, if the Wild play like they did tonight, uh, going to be hard for them to be beaten even on the road. So it uh, should be a great weekend for the Wild, and hopefully they're able to. In these situations, I think you always want at least a split. Um, but it's been a crazy year so far, so who's to say that they can't do a little more than that? Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. That is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Big thank you, as uh, mentioned before, to Kalen Addison and Adam Beckman for joining the show today. Now that your first listen is done, we invite you to tune in to Locked on NHL to get a full look at everything happening in the NHL throughout the week, as well as looking ahead to the weekend. Uh, Locked on NHL is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts as well. You can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well. Uh, we have you covered with different forms of content on every platform and uh, just trying to keep you as up-to-date on the Minnesota Wild as we possibly can. You can uh, stay further involved in Minnesota Wild news and notes by uh, checking out Locked on Wild with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.